The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, June 25th edition. Hope everybody had a good weekend and ready for another week of action. Got 10 game Monday slate on tap for you with some uh, interesting pitching options, some good, some bad, some ugly. Uh, we got uh, some weather involved, nothing too crazy rain-wise, just one spot. But uh, let's get at it. Let's talk totals real quick. Uh, you got two day games. We're not going to worry about those. A's, Tigers, Angels, Royals. We're just doing the 10-game main evening slate. Yankees-Phillies total at 9. Mariners-Orioles, 9.5. D-backs-Marlins, 8.5. Pirates-Mets, 7.5. Nationals-Rays, 7.5. Reds-Braves, 8.5. Padres-Rangers, 9.5. Blue Jays-Astros, 7.5. Indians-Cardinals, 8.5. Cubs-Dodgers, 7.5. So as you can tell, a lot of, uh, you know, about half the slate, a little over half the slate's 8.5 or better. Then you have four, yeah, you have like six or eight and a half or better. You got four that are seven and a half. So a lot to uh, dig into here. When you talk about the weather, Yankees, Philadelphia blowing in from left center to center field at ten miles an hour. Pittsburgh and the Mets blowing in at about eleven miles an hour from the same spot. Uh, San Diego, Texas blowing in from right at about fifteen miles an hour. Some good wind there, uh, but it's going to be muy muy in fuego. So uh, very hot there, and it's going to start out in the mid nineties and it'll be in the eighties by uh, late in the game. So. Interesting weather there. And then Cleveland-St. Louis, wind blowing in from right about 10 miles an hour with a chance of rain in the game, but looks like they should be able to play it. Might just be a little interesting, but it shouldn't be the end of the world. Let's talk about your pitching on this slate. Your top-priced arm is Justin Verlander, 13300 bucks at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. Verlander is having a great season. He has been very good at home, averaging 29 points a game with a 1.86 ERA. He just hasn't been like the guy that's worth 13-3 of late. 28.8's good. 24-2, 24-7, 18-5, 23-3. We had a 31 back in uh, in May 23rd, about a month ago, over a month ago. You want 30-plus points at 13-3. That's the biggest caveat here. He's in a great spot against Toronto again, pitching at home. Great park to pitch in. Toronto strikes out on almost 24% of the time. Uh, Verlander, a minus 240 favorite. Everything lines out. He's in a great spot. A 2.6 total. Lefty's 207. Righty's 264. If you want to go to Verlander, I get it. It's a great spot for him with, you know, we're going to have a couple pitchers up top, and then you have to go really low to get something you like. So if you want that kind of comfort factor, 
Verlander is in a phenomenal spot. If he gives up a couple of runs, he still strikes out the world on most nights. So at 13-3, is in a great spot. I'm just telling you, he hasn't been that 30-plus point guy in over a month, but uh, still in a, in a spot that might be worth taking tonight. There are five pitchers over $10,000. There's seven over 9K. You got Mike Clevenger, $11,100 at the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, Clevenger has been better on the road at 227 ERA compared to a 368. Everyone's going to talk about his last two starts where he's had 35.1 and 36.2. We've been on both of those. They've both been against Chicago. Uh, so people are going to tell you, oh, it's the White Sox. They strike out a ton, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that's true. Clevenger still has amazing stuff. you got to remember the teams he was facing prior to that aren't big strikeout teams. Minnesota doesn't strike out a ton. Uh, Houston doesn't strike out a ton. He faced them twice. Kansas City, not a huge strikeout team. Got 22-5. He had 29-5 at the Yankees. Uh, Texas, 18-2. He's been really, really good. Going up against a St. Louis team with a righty-heavy lineup where you look at Clevenger and the Cardinals have a 4-1-5 total. Lefties, 317. Righties, only 278. They have a 308 Woba, 151 ISO. Barely average numbers there. And they strike out 23.4% of the time. Versus right-handed pitching, almost the same as the Toronto Blue Jays. Clevenger's been outstanding. A 12% swinging strike rate, a 25% strikeout rate. Everything is really, really good with him, and he's $2,200 cheaper than Justin Verlander. And he doesn't have to face the DH in St. Louis. It could mean a quicker hook because they pinch hit for him. Something to think about. But at the same time, he's in a really, really good spot again tonight at 11-1. Uh, the last guy I'll mention here at about 9000 and above is Cole Hamels at 9900 bucks at home against the San Diego Padres. This kind of has mixed reactions for him. He's been much, much better on the road. 205 ERA compared to 491 at home. That's something to think about. It's going to be hotter than balls. That's another thing to think about. He has pitched really, really well of late on the road. So it's a high price tag for a guy in a great matchup against the San Diego Padres. A Padres team that does have a lot of right-handed power. Padres team that will be nice value to stack against Cole Hamels. And from what I heard talking to guys last night is he might be, the, the Padres might be way too popular today, which is going to be really, really interesting. But, um, and I, I don't hate it, but they do strike out 25% of the time versus lefties. Hamels got a 45.5% ground ball rate. Does give up a lot of hard contact. Uh, the Padres team totals 4.34. Lefties 347, righties 357 versus Cole Hamels. Yes, they have a 298 but just below average and a 160 ISO little above average, but not by much. So at 9900 bucks, it's kind of one of those, you're either in or you're out on Cole Hamels because he's, he's in a great matchup, bad ballpark, and hitting conditions tonight. But um, it, it's a decent price tag when you look at the other high-priced arms on the slate. Same time, the Padres can bring that bat value that you're looking for to fit in a Verlander or a Clevenger or some others. So he's in play. I just wanted to give you the heads up. It's risky as hell. So up top, you got... Uh, Verlander 1, Clevenger 2, Hamels 3, kind of as expected. Now we drop down to $7,900. You got Jamison Tyone of the Pittsburgh Pirates at the struggling, slumping, whatever you want to call them, New York Mets, the blob that is the New York Mets. You got Jamison Tyone, who's been much better at home than on the road this year, so keep that in mind, when at least DraftKings-wise. Uh, coming off a 14.5-point performance against Milwaukee. He's given up three, uh, two or more runs in three straight. He's given up a homer, at least one homer in all three of those games. But he has seven or more Ks in two of those three. So the upside is there with Tyon. He's getting strikeouts facing a Mets team again. That strikes out 21.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Um, they have a team total of 3.8. It's fifth lowest on the slate. Lefties 324, righties 244. Tyon's always had an, an issue with lefties. 
there aren't as many lefties to worry about in this Mets lineup, at least not the ones that really, really scare you. There's Nemo, Nemo who we like a ton. There's uh, Conforto, who's struggling. You got Drupal Cabrera, who we like a ton. So there is a little risk here, but it's also $7,900 with the risk that I can definitely get behind. You drop down to a guy like King Felix. Felix Hernandez, $7,000 at the Baltimore Orioles. I mentioned this because, A, he's cheap. B, he's coming off a really good start for 17.1 points at the Yankees. He had 21 against Boston, got beat up at Tampa Bay, but then at home against Tampa, 29.2. So three of his last four starts have resulted in 17 or more DraftKings points. He's had six or more K in those three or four starts. Uh, the swinging strike stuff is going up big time as he's throwing a slider more and more and more. Uh, I was reading that on Fangrass, I believe it was. Um, the, the Baltimore Orioles strike out 25% of the time for right-handed pitching. He still has a 46% ground ball rate, a strikeout rate over 20%. Does give up a little bit of hard contact, which is a little scary. But uh, you got a Baltimore team with a 4-5 total. Lefty's 392, righty's 337. But when you really break it down with the Orioles, they have a team Woba of 293, which is below average, versus righties, and a 159 ISO. So as a whole, sure, they might get into Felix, maybe. Same time, they strike out a ton, and they just aren't hitting the baseball at all this season. So Felix is 7,000 and brings you some GPP upside. Another guy I really like on this slate with GPP upside is Vinny Velasquez, 6,600 bucks. I pretty much will mention him every podcast we have with him. Price, you know, price assuming, but 6,600 bucks is criminal. He can give up three or four runs and still get you insane value at 6,600 bucks because his strikeout upside is bananas. He has 17.5, 25.2. Got that blow up against Milwaukee. Then he's 26.7, 17.8. We know the story. We go over him every single time he's on the mound. Six or more Ks in three of his last four. The guy has it all. And he's facing the Yankees team that Gary Sanchez will not be there as he's likely to go on the DL. Um, they have a high total of 4.7, but lefties 3.08, righties 2.81 versus Velasquez. There will be some lefties, but there are a bunch of righties in that lineup. And when you look at Vinny Velasquez, the Yankees strike out 23.5% of the time versus right-handed pitchers. There's a lot to like here about Vinny Velasquez in your GPPs, so definitely keep him in mind at 6600 bucks as a great uh, gamble slash tremendous upside in that Yankees matchup. Last guy I will mention is Shelby Miller coming off the DL at 6500 bucks, going against the Miami Marlins, a team we know that will uh, give you some nice friendly at-bats, one would say. Uh, Australia was okay in his rehab starts, not bad. Miami strikes out 24% of the time versus righties. Uh, they have a team total of 4.1, a 2.92 Woba, and a 127 ISO, both below average versus righty. So they're, Shelby's definitely a play. I think he'll be a popular one, leaving Vinny Velasquez even more likely to put together a nice little start. So it'll be interesting there. But my, my options down below, Vinny Velasquez 1, Felix 2, uh, Shelby Miller 3, Tyon 4. So recapping the seven pitchers we like on this slate up top, we have Verlander, Clevenger, and Cole Hamels. Remember the uh, challenges with each of those. Then down below, you got Vinny Velasquez, Felix Hernandez, Shelby Miller, and Jamison Tyon. So a lot to like there. Let's get into the bats on this slate at the catcher's position. You got Evan Gaddis going up against the lefty, uh, J.A. Happ. Happ's just been in a little bit of a funk, one would say, of late. Houston has a 4.88 total in that matchup. Lefty's 256, righty's 306 versus J.A. So that's something to keep in mind there. But you go down farther, I got Gasmati Grandal at 3,800. Uh, Underwood Jr. is getting this, Dwayne Underwood Jr., getting the start for the Chicago Cubs, getting pulled up from AAA. Looking at his numbers uh, and game logs and all that good stuff, he, uh, he's he got like a, a, what was it, a four-something ERA, 
Um, about a seven strikeout per nine. He gives up about a hit an inning. Um, in his last few starts, it was one earned, but five runs. Six runs, six earned, four earned, four earned. He hasn't really gone past six innings much this year. His pitch count's up to anywhere between 80 to 95. It just fluctuates throughout his starts. Doesn't look overpowering. Lefties do hit him much better than righties uh, in his minor league splits. So a guy like has Money Grandal at 3800 bucks definitely in play for you tonight. When you slide on down the catcher's ladder, you can look at guys like John Ryan Murphy, but we like guys like Tucker Barnhart at 3400 versus Mike Fultonevich. You can look at Robinson Chirinos. Lucchesi came back from the DL against the A's. He got hit around quite a bit, especially by righties. Yes, Chirinos has struggled, but you know a high team total, great hitting environment. Total of 5.16 leads the way for the Rangers. Lefties 274, righties 369 off Lucchesi. So a guy like Chirinos at 33 could be in play for you as Texas has the potential to play like Coors Field tonight. Uh, when you get to the 3K and below at the catcher's position, you look at maybe like an A.J. Ellis at 2900 bucks against Colt Hamels as a cheapie from the Padres. Uh, maybe Chris Herman catches for Seattle. He's 2800 bucks. Catcher outfield eligible versus Andrew Kashner. That's a guy to take a look at. And then other than that, check your lineups. Maybe uh, an Alex Avila at 2500 versus Dan Straley. You know, he had a couple big games last week. Maybe he's waking up. We shall see, but that's a decent uh, cheaper option to take a look at. And uh, like I said, Check out the lineups for some others as you, you'll find a few more values at the catcher spot. First base, you got Freddie Freeman versus Tyler Molly at home is phenomenal. The Braves are a great, great choice tonight as uh, they have a team total of 4.64. Lefties hit 383 off Molly, righties 313 in that ballpark. It's just a recipe for disaster for Molly. Freeman at 54 is definitely worth a look for you there. You know, Goldie's not bad as he just keeps hitting it, but a guy like Rizzo at 49 versus Maeda could be in play for you. Uh, Joey Votto versus Fulte. I'm still Freeman all the way. But then you get to guys like Max Muncy at 47. I like that a ton. The Dodgers are, are high on my hit list today. as they, Their bats have been heating up. They just swept the Mets, which doesn't say a ton, I guess. But um, a lot to like uh, against this Underwood Cat. A total of 405. Uh, Muncy at 47. Definitely in play for you there. Uh, Carlos Santana continues to rake. He's 4,600 versus uh, Los Siga. So something to think about there. Muncy's first base, third base eligible. Cody Bellinger's 4,300 and first base outfit eligible. Bellinger double donged yesterday. He's starting to really heat up as well. So both of those guys are in play for me tonight. If you want to fade Gio Gonzalez, we know righties can get to Gio. You got a Tampa Bay Rays team with a 385 total. Lefties 227, righties 333. You can go for CJ Crum at 4K as kind of a, a GPP type play. But then you go down to guys like Yonder Alonso against Gant for St. Louis. This is a good look here. Uh, Cleveland team with a 4-3-6 total. Lefties 367, righties 226 off John Gant. So Yonder Alonso, we're talking about a lot in this little $3,800, $3, $3,900 range. Definitely comes into play for you tonight. Uh, Mark Reynolds versus the lefty Snell in the GPP at 38. It's kind of the, a GPP thing to do. Uh, Justin Bohr at 35 versus Shelby Miller. I like a lot. If, as he's one of the cheaper first basemen I can definitely get behind. Uh, he's very inconsistent this year, which is frustrating, but when Bohr goes off, he he goes off. He had 12 yesterday in Coors. He really didn't do much in Coors at all, but prior to the Coors trip, he seemed like he might have got it going a bit. He goes back home against a guy like um, Shelby Miller coming off the the DL. So definitely a look there for Justin Bohr at 3,500. Other than that, you know, you got Smoke against Verlander. You're not running to Morales versus Verlander, not sexy. 
Pedro Alvarez, Trey Mancini versus King Felix kind of GPP type plays. Nothing really jumping off the table there. So um, kind of sticking with Bohr as my lowest first baseman if I have to. Going over to second base, you know, you got Jose Altuve at 51 versus Happy Like, but Albies is my guy. He had a nice game on Sunday, stealing some bags, doing his thing. Again, a lefty versus Molly. He throws a lot of fastballs. This is a guy that Albies could have a field day against. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, I always love, but at 4700 bucks, it's a little harder to love. I'll be honest with you there. Um, but you go down to guys like, you know, Matt Carpenter, if you're fading Clevenger, he can be kind of a one-off. I'm not looking to stack against Clevenger at all, but a one-off with Carp, I can understand. Uh, Benny Zobers to 4K. Second base is really top-heavy. Because you got, you got like, Descalso at 39 and Marte at 38 versus Straley, which you can definitely do. I don't hate it. You got Cabrera at 37 versus Tyon. So, okay, these aren't, these aren't great plays, though. Like, I love Albies up top. I really want to pay up for Albies. Or maybe a Kiner Falafa. Depends on where he's playing. He's second base, third base. against Lucchesi at 36. Understand that one a little bit more based on the hitting environment he's at and whatnot. And then maybe a Jace Peterson if he's leading off for Baltimore against King Felix. He's second base, third base at 33. That's one I can get by as a punt and kind of uh, dig that one at 3,300 with the Jace Peterson look there. Other than that, check your lineups. Maybe something else pops out, but I really like Halpies at second base tonight. Going over to third base, you know, you got Jose Ramirez at 55. He just keeps crushing everything. He's a great play against John Gant. A really, really, really good play. You got Max Muncy at 47, who we already talked about. Matty Carpenter. But like Adrian Beltre, nice right-handed power bat versus Kessie at 43. Uh, Rendon, talked about it, I think, every podcast last week because the guy's on fire. He's averaging almost 13 points his last 10. Another 21 yesterday and 19 on Saturday. So if you keep playing this guy, it's just insanity. Eight of his last ten games, he's double-digiting it, and it goes farther back than that. He's just crushing baseballs. It is Blake Snell, though. I'm not running to target Blake Snell by any means. The Nats have a 3.65 total, third lowest on the slate. Lefties 2.65, righties 3.11, and and the Nationals are, aren't that good against lefties. Like you could go Snell. I just don't want to pick on the Nationals, but Snell could be a super GPP play. He's expensive. Um, they only have a 148 ISO, which is below average, and an average 302 Woba. You know, you got Snell. He has 10-1 on DK, so you could be really contrarian with it. I'm not running to do it, but maybe as the day goes on, we talk in Slack chat a bit, and things start to shift that direction. Guy like Kyle Seeger Singer against Kashner at 4,100 is in play for you. You got a Seattle Mariners team with a 496 total, second highest on the slate. Lefty's 360, righty's 403 versus Kashner. So a guy like Kyle Seeger. Definitely in play for you here. Jake Lamb, lefty versus Straley, is worth a look at 4,100. I mentioned Descalso earlier. If you want to go GPP and look at those Padres versus Cole Hamels, you got Christian Villanueva. About the only thing he does well is hit lefties and gets him with a lot of power. Uh, He hasn't really been the guy he once was to start the year, but still a good matchup against Cole Hamels at 3,800. Another fading Geo play, Matt Duffy at 38, I I do like a little bit. Been swinging a really good bat his last 10 days or so, averaging 10 points a game in his last 10. He had 11 more yesterday. Doesn't bring a lot of power, a lot of multi-hit upside with him. But if you want to get cheap, like Justin Turner against his Underwood cat at 3800 bucks is really, really cheap. That's an extreme value. We know we like to target Turner versus lefties, but still a phenomenal spot for him there. And then, you know, you can go Colin Moran cheap maybe. Again, Jace Peterson's only 3300 We could look at that. Um, and then just kind of see what other lineup stuff comes out. There will be some other options for you. Shortstop. You got Frankie Lindor at 54. He just keeps crushing baseball. I believe he hit number 18 yesterday. 19 yesterday. Uh, he's averaging 14.1 his last 10. He had 28 yesterday. 28, 19, 18, 15, 10, 8, 2, 17, 0, 24. 
Frankie Lindor is just banana lands. Fifty four hundred bucks against Gant. That is Cleveland in a phenomenal spot tonight. It's Captain Obvious stuff right there, but just great spot for Gant. Uh, you got Machado and Correa, always worth a look. Segura as well, if he's in the lineup for four numbers, Cashner's worth a look. Uh, you go down to guys like Didi Gregorius, if you are not using Velasquez at 44s in play. Jerks and Profar been hit lefties really, really, really well this year at 4300 bucks, a little pricier than you'd like. But him and Andrews at 43 and 42 respectively are in play. Again, again you got Cattell Marte at 38, you could definitely take a look at. Uh, a little bit farther down, maybe if you're on Camargo's in a good spot in the order, he's 3500 versus Malle. You could see that one as an option. Uh, Willie Adamas, 34 versus Geo's in play. Kiki Hernandez is hitting lefties and righties on the hot streak he's going at. He's 3300 bucks. He's worth a look for you at that price tag. Uh, shortstop outfield eligible. Play him at the outfield if you need a punt. Other than that, you know, Miguel Rojas is day-to-day. You got our boy JT Riddle. I believe I just went past him. Yeah, he's uh, 3300 He's another option for you there against... Uh, Shelby Miller, nice, cheaper shortstop there. Heading to the outfield, you got Nelly Cruz at 52. is hitting everything under the sun, so he's definitely a player's Cashner. Odebel Herrera, the boy keeps streaking. He's 5100 bucks. my goodness, in, in Fuego. Reese Hoskins is hot as well at 5K. The Phillies bats are really swinging it well versus Lois Sega. This could be a sneakier, low-owned piece of the pie. Uh, lefties, 244. Righties, 423 on Lois so, uh, Hoskins at 5K could be a nice GPP play for you there. David uh, Daniel Peralta, or David Peralta, my bad, keeps crushing it as well. He's 4900 bucks versus Dan Straley, so he's a nice uh, below 5K type guy to look at. Nimmo's day-to-day, he's 47 versus Tyon. Uh, Inciarte at 46 versus Molly is very much in play for you there. Michael Brantley at 46 versus Gantz, another solid one too. Uh, Will Myers back from the DL, he's 4500 versus uh, Cole Hamels. Solid play for you there. Juan Soto versus Blake Snell. Soto does crush lefties. I'm not looking to target Snell, but Soto could be a nice GPP low-owned play. You go down a little farther, like Cody Bellinger, we told you we liked him. If Shebler's hitting at the top of the Reds order at 42 versus Fulte, he's worth a look. But Marcakis at 42 versus Molly is a nice value in that one. Jock Jams at 42 versus Underwood is very, very nice. I like that a lot. Hopefully they haven't been towards the top of the order for the Doyers. Even Matt Kempson play at 41 versus Underwood. This kid is not very good. Not good at all. Uh, if you're fading, Velasquez again, Aaron Hicks at 41 is not too shabby. You could look at a Denard Span at 4K if he's in that uh, Mariners lineup versus Cashner. That could be a nice little value play for you as well. Go down farther and Adam Jones versus King Felix at 39 for fading Felix. Um, Derek Dietrich, only 38 for Shelby Millers in play for you. Corey Dickerson at 37 is a GPP type home run upside look for you in his matchup. Ben Gamble at only 36, depending on lineup spot, but could be a nice play. I really do like Jason Hayward at 36 versus Kenta Maeda. That's a nice little play there at that price point. Um, Manny Margot at only 3,400 versus Cole Hamels is a nice value. A lot of pop in that bat. Uh, for 3,400, Jesse Winker at 33, another nice value play versus Fulton Nevich. Uh, Lonnie Chisinau at 3,300 versus uh, John Gant, another value you could look at. Mentioned Kiki Hernandez already at 3,300. Uh, if Nick Williams has a good spot in that Phillies lineup at 33 versus Los Siga, he could be a value play for you. Kevin Kiermeyer at 32, I love as a value play. Back from the DL at 17 points yesterday. Since his return, 17, 7, 2, uh, 0, 0. So a couple zeros to start out with and a 2, and then a 7, a 17. 
He's starting to get it going. He got a stolen base yesterday, which is what I love to see. And he hits really well versus lefties. So he'll go super low at 3,200 versus Geo. So keep in mind, keep him in mind when you're looking for your lower price punts there. Colby Rasmus, 3,200 versus King Felix for your GPPs is interesting as well. Jose Perella, second base outfield for San Diego, only 3,100. Could be a value at either positions for you. So check those out as well. Um, down below, nothing really standing out at first glance. Definitely check the lineups as more will show up as we get there. And uh, you'll get a couple sub three guys you could plug and play if you need. So there you have it with your bats on this quick hits edition. Recapping your pitching real quick. You got Verlander, Clevenger, Hamels up top. Down below in this order, Vince Velasquez, King Felix, Shelby Miller, Jamison, Tyon. Let's check out the BVP on this 10-game slate. Uh, Kobe Rasmus, 7 for 12 with a double off King Felix. Adam jo- or Trumbo's got three homers at 256. Adam Jones, 9 for 29 with a triple. You go down to Nelly Cruz, 6 for 13, three doubles and a homer versus Kashner. Kyle Seager, 7 for 21, two homers. Uh, Hanager's taking him deep as well. Segura, 8 for 26, two doubles. So definitely stuff to like in that matchup. Justin Bohr, 4 for eight, homer. Off of Shelby Miller. Uh, CJ Cron has gone deep off of Geo. Two for three with a homer. Small sample. Uh, Joey Votto, three for seven. Nothing crazy. Uh, George Springer, four for 13. Off of Jay Happ. But Gurriel, Correa, Gaddis, and Altuve have all taken Happ deep. Low batting averages, lots of power. Kendris Morales, 13 for 44. Four doubles, two homers off Verlander. Pierce has a homer. Smoke, three. Martin one, Morales two, Granderson T two, all have taken Verlander deep. But uh, play at your own peril. Could be GPP type play. Could be just false advertising. Uh, let's see if we got any birthday boys to take a look at today on this Monday, June twenty fifth edition. Nope, nothing too crazy today. It's a nice slow day in the world of birthdays. But there you have it with the quick hits. Check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. A ton of great content, a ton of great new contributors. Love where the site's going right now. A lot going on. And hopefully, still talking to more guys about joining up and, and giving you guys tons of great free content to help you with your uh, fantasy baseball, your golf, working on some football guys. A lot going on at TheSportsDGens. Really trying to get this thing rocking and rolling for you. I'm on Twitter at BDinter. Hit me up with any questions you have. Check us out uh, in the Slack chat if you have questions. You know, certain days it's popping, certain days it's quiet. All depends on what you guys want to do. You ask questions, we'll fire away. It'll get things churning. So good luck on this Monday. It's going to be an interesting one. A 10-game slate. Weather should be okay. Rain-wise, there is some wind to worry about. Um, but all in all, not too bad. We'll be back tomorrow with a big Tuesday slate. But for now, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, June 25th edition. I'm out.